Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. You've heard about these new community safety wardens. They've been announced. It's all part of a new plan for Dublin's north inner city. And Jerry Farrell is the operations director for Dublin Town. It's actually that's who's introducing the scheme. Jerry, how is this going to work? Uh, hi, folks. Um, yeah, look, I think the community safety wardens are a an extra presence on the street, uh, hopefully a, a visible, reassuring presence for people who are living, working, visiting the city. And uh, I suppose they're an extra set of engineers that are going to liaise with not only the Gardaí, but also council, uh, cleaning staff, you know, outreach teams who work for the likes of the Dublin Regional Homeless Executive, the, a lot of the uh, drugs and housing NGOs that work in the city centre as well. So they're, they're an extra set of eyes and ears and boots on the ground that are liaising and linking with all the existing services that are all providing services within city centre at the moment. But do you think anybody's going to pay any heed to them? Well, to be honest with you, like, they're out and about now a number of weeks. There are a lot of engagements um, you know, with members of the public, members of the business community, the resident, residential community. They've, they've been working with um, uh, you know, different events that, that have been happening in the city centre. Um, and look, I think that's something we need to focus on. There are obviously challenges, but there's often, there's often a lot of positive things going on in, in town as well. And um, you know, they've been part and parcel of that. And it's, it's just making sure that when people do come into the city centre or who are already living in the city centre, that they have a positive experience and you know, want to come back in again. But I, I still don't understand, Jerry, how it's going to work. Like, will they march up and down O'Connell Street and Talbot Street? Will they have, you know, a bib on them? Will they wear a stab vest? Will they carry a taser? Like, what? Are the toy cops, what are they? <laughs> they're, they're certainly not. No, look, they're, like I said, they're an extra reassuring presence. They're not wearing stab vests. They're in a, a kind of a, a quite a nice, ugly, fetching kind of turquoise uh, uniform, uh, but, you know, turquoise and navy. Uh, they're visible. It says Community Safety Award on the back. Um, and they're, they're out and about at the moment. Like they're actually out up, probably up around Cable Street, Mary Street at the moment as we speak. And look, they're basically just there as an extra assistance for people. Um, and look, they've been engaging. We've put them through quite a, a rigorous training program. They've you know, introduced to the likes of the, the Guardi, the, the, the homeless outreach teams, you know, the um, analytic drug project outreach for workers, things like that. But also they're help, helping run you know, events, festivals, uh, you know, helping tourists, People, helping people who, you know, don't know where their bus stop is, that sort of stuff. It's very practical, you know, um, very practical, reasonable, uh, on-the-street sort of stuff. Yeah, like, I, I can understand in terms of, you know, linking up mm. maybe with homeless services and, and maybe they'll operate as kind of like a, yeah. a mobile tourist information kiosk mm. or something. I, I get that. But I don't see how that's going to make people feel any safer. Like, as it is, people have no respect for the guards. They pay absolutely zero heed to any of the, the guard, the reserves. So I can't understand how they're going to have any respect for people going around in a community safe, safety warden t-shirt. Well, look, I mean, I've had been up with the guys that, you know... Um, you know, uh, the friends, the elderly sort of stuff. It's just basically having, trying to reassure people that if there is an issue, that there's someone there who will help you, that someone's there who's plugged into different services, who knows who to contact when something is happening, things like that. And look, the guards will tell you yourselves, as, uh, you know, if you talk to them, and I'm sure you have, like the vast majority of things that guards deal with are not necessarily criminal justice issues. They're often, uh, you know, people who are lost, people who've had, you know, they've lost something, people who are having maybe a, a health-based mm. problem and things like that. So there's an awful lot of stuff that the guards are dealing with as a first responder. That is not necessarily a criminal justice yeah, issue. And yeah. that's a huge no, no, like, I, I totally quick. get that. And I, I can see the merit in that. But yeah. like, if there's a row, are they going to get, you know, get in and intervene? No, they're not. Let's, let's be, be clear. They're, they're not going to be you know, a guard of light sort of thing. They're not going to be um, 
they're certainly not going around with tasers. They're not equipped with anything like that. If they can de-escalate something, that's great. But you know, the main function they're going to have if they witness something like that, they're calling you know Source Street or they're calling nine nine nine, depending on the on the situation. That's what they're doing. Eddie Darcy's a youth worker in Dublin, Jerry. Eddie's with us as well. Will community wardens make you feel safer, Eddie? Well, I suppose like it is part of a broader overall package, but I do have some concerns about how these may be perceived. You know, as your previous speaker mentioned there, the fact that if they are there to provide just general information and support to the wider public and tourists, don't really have a difficulty with that. But if they're there as a as a, a measure to combat some of the specific problems going on in either city at the moment. I don't know if that's the most effective way of spending money. I mean, there seem to be, there seems to be three, three main cohorts of people involved in some of the issues that people are concerned about. One, obviously, is the number of you know, people with serious addiction problems who hang around the city centre and are involved in very obvious drug taking and, and drug use. If we really want that group not visible and off the streets, well, surely we'd be far better off spending money on providing space, good quality space, for them to go to during the day, particularly if they have to leave their hostel or, or their B&B accommodation early in the morning. They really have nowhere else to go except hang around the city centre. So if we, if we don't want them visible, if, if, if it makes us feel uncomfortable, well, let's provide them with places where they can go, good quality places where they can go during the day. Well, the it, second cohort is, is obviously young people who are involved, or maybe going into town, maybe not even from town in many cases, going into town with the specific idea of being involved in antisocial behaviour or maybe being involved in robbing, whether it's on the Lewis or on the streets. Again, you know, investment in, I suppose, approaches that would directly target and engage with that cohort is probably what's needed. And that's a very, very skilled job. Like putting somebody on the street with no real training and asking them to engage with cohorts of young people who are involved in very serious offending, that's not really going to work out. That's not going to be effective. So if they really want to, people on the streets yeah. to engage with this cohort, they should be looking to pay qualified okay. youth workers with the skills to do that. Jerry, what yeah. kind of training? Like, I mean, who actually wants to be a community safety warden? Well, I suppose you could ask that question about any job that's in a, in, in a front line. Who wants to be a nurse? Who wants to be a guard? Because you're dealing with challenging issues. I think there's almost a vocational element to it. But from talking to the staff that we have, they enjoy the public interaction. I think the folks we have are quite sociable people and they do generally want to help and they do have a real passion for the city. Um, and look, that's part of it. And look, as your previous uh, uh, speaker was saying there, part of their job is basically almost as a signposting function to say, right, Here's someone who's experiencing difficulty. What's the service they need? Because and that's part of what we're doing. We're training them and we're introducing them to those different service providers. And who can I talk to to get this person maybe to a combination? Who's the person to talk to who can help this person who maybe has an addiction issue? And who's this person who can? Who, how do we help this person who doesn't know where the 16 bus goes from? That sort of thing. Uh, Liam is with us too. Liam, would you think it'll work? Like, will it make Dublin a safer place? Uh, I don't think it will, but I think it's. I, I would agree with your. Uh, previous callers and what they're saying, how we can help with the communities. <clears throat> but however, uh, for, just for frontline policing, uh, absolutely wouldn't agree because you just need more guardians. As simple as that. They're the guys who have to do this job. And I'm just wondering if you had a scenario where they say witness uh, an assault like what happened in that poor, unfortunate American tourist recently, mm-hmm. and they called the guards and the guards arrived. Are they going to stand up in court and you know? and point these people out when there could be intimidation and all this kind of carry on. Yeah, that's, a fair uh, que- that's a fair question, Jerry. Well, look, just to make it clear, the, the community safety wardens are an additional, as I said, 
eyes and ears on the ground, boots on the ground, but they are not the Gardaí. We absolutely need, uh, you know, a greater Gardaí presence in the city centre. I, we're all completely for that. As an organisation, we've advocated for that. The Gardaí need to be supported, and they're the ones who, you know, are empowered under law to deal with criminal offences. And look, that's very much their purview. That's their domain, and we're not at all looking to duplicate that. They're just an extra set of. And the same with that, any, any uh, you know, whether it's a council worker, whether it's a, an NGO or outreach worker on the street, if they see an issue like that, they're going to report it into the Gardaí and they're being an extra resource to the guards, helping them, giving them information, that sort of stuff. Marty, do you think it's a good idea? I don't know, no. We, we already have a community wardens in place there and they are the Gardaí. As far as the offenders are concerned, that's exactly who they, we have at the moment. The Gardaí are community wardens walking around because there is no deterrent for these offenders. So they're just going to continue on. Everyone knows there's a revolving door um, through the system. So there's no deterrent for them. For the real issue, what we're talking about here is is the savage attacks, you know, the robberies, the stabbings. I've had two staff that have been, you know, one robbed uh, by a knife, stabbed in the leg, uh, is wages taking. Another girl finished after work after midnight, same again, goes to the ATM, you know, robbed at knife point. This happened recently, Marty? No, no, in the last year. Right. Yeah, it's recent, so, yeah. Like, I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is These are the issues. We're talking about where's the community wardens? Where's this all coming from? This is for customer service, you know, information point or a kiosk. It's, yeah, it's, an, it's an information kiosk. Like, I mean, it's kind of how I see it from how Jerry's described it. How is this going to address any of the real issues that we're talking about the city, which is a lawless city? That's what it is. And the offenders know that. They know the guards can't do anything. Their hands are tied. And there is no... Uh, the laws that are in place for them, there's no deterrent for them. So they just continue on. And that's a society thing. We've created that. Do you think it'll make any difference, Moira? Um, good afternoon. Uh, I think it's a, a, plugging a hole. It's, it's ludicrous, to be honest with you. I think it's absolute madness. I was listening to the minister earlier on. Um, and can these people approach the criminals? Oh, no, 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 they don't do any of that. What they do, I have no idea. But in the 90s, they took some crowd and they put them out to replace the guard on the streets. They disappeared within a short space of time. Now, my suggestion would be, uh, if it's a thing, they take those people, train them, put them behind the desks to do the clerical work and take the guard who are trained and paid to deal with the criminals on the streets. Replace them. Just exchange them. Put these people in behind the desks take the guard out from behind their desks. And the man just, the previous speaker said, the, the guard, these hands are tied. I don't know anybody who's tying their hands, frankly. I don't know why they, they, he said that, because I, frankly, I don't know who has tied the guard, these hands. They're just not going out on the streets. And for maybe a number of reasons. They're not equipped to deal with the criminals today, but then let's try to equip them, train them. Because the whole bureaucracy, is it, and paperwork? Is that what you mean? Oh, the whole nonsense. It's just somebody has come up with an idea and somebody decided this is good. We'll plug this hole and that'll keep people... The only reason these things are happening at all is because the media is covering it. Do you think Jerry has the... You know, I mean, like... 
I, I, I take that there are, you know, very some, some positives, all right, from the plan. But is it the fact that it's been, you know, titled or called Community Safety Wardens and it's been launched as a safety plan in light of all the attacks? Like, I mean, yeah. the only thing people, really, she heard the callers herself, the only thing people care about is whether or not they have any powers to actually intervene or do anything. Like, it's, it's nearly a little bit unfair on the wardens because people seem to think this is some solution to all the, the attacks and incidents that have happened recently? It's, well, it's not that. It's not a panacea. It was never intended to be. And look, the Community Safety Partnership, it's, we're one of three pilots in the country, the others being Waterford and Longford. We're up and running nearly two years now, so it predates the more recent kind of high-profile incidents in the city centre. This was part of the plan. So I, I went up to, say, Derry last year. Uh, Derry have had a warden scheme in place for 20 years that the city would plenty of historical baggage, plenty of challenges there in terms of criminal justice, things like that. And it's a scheme that the community up there have found very useful. It's, it's, it's used across the north. It's, it's used in Scotland and other places. So I have looked at models where this has worked. And look, the Guardi are the people who deal with criminals. They are the ones empowered under law to deal with it. They are the ones with the training and the equipment to deal with that. What we are putting the community wardens out on, on the street to do is the 99.9% of people who come into the city centre or live in the city centre or work in the city centre who maybe just want to see a friendly face and someone that if they have an issue, they can approach and say, look, could you help me with this? They are not there as, you know, we're talking about, oh, deterrent for criminals. We're putting a service there to help the vast majority of good people who just want to come in, enjoy the city, to shop, socialise, meet their friends, go to work, go to college, whatever they do. That's who we're serving. That's our, our target market, if you want to put, put it that way. The people live, work and enjoy the city and we're, it's an extra service for them and we're trying to train up and integrate that team with the wider amount of people who are doing so much good work in the city centre, whether they're guardy, whether they're council workers, whether they're outreach workers, and they're just an extra string to that boat. But there are so many people doing so much good work in the city centre. I do, like I'm working 15 years in this job nearly, and I see it every day. This text says plenty of public order units out in the city last night, some armed with batons and guns. They've seen groups of four or five together on the Quays, O'Connell Street and Temple Bar. It has stepped up recently, in fairness, says this listener. Another texter, it must be one of the most out-of-touch initiatives that I've ever heard. Are these people on the same planet? Tourists have been hospitalised on a nightly basis. Countries have warnings about what's going on in our urban centres and we've community safety wardens. Shay, you're a little bit more optimistic, though. I am indeed. Uh, I mean, I look at it and say, can't make it any worse. Give it a shot. Like, th- these are ordinary citizens that want to see a better city and fair play to them. What's the harm? Yeah. I mean, if, it, if, if it's a, an abject failure, then people will be going, oh, that's terrible. But somebody has just put hours into it and that's what's lost. But give it a shot. Like, I'm hearing people putting it down, oh, they're not the Gardaí, they're not this, that. Like, give it a go. That's a fair point, Eddie, isn't it? Maybe we should just give it a chance. Sure, and I mean, again, maybe we just need to relabel them. Because, I mean, everything that Jerry has said there in terms of the positives are, are positives. Mm. But if people expect it to be the panacea, the challenge, serious levels of antisocial or violent behaviour amongst groups of young people, it really isn't going to work there. And that's why I said it is, it is great to be able to say we're going to direct people towards services. But sometimes those services really don't exist. So they're like, I mean, there's a fantastic little project over in, in uh, off, off, um, off the Liberties there, run by Nurse Alice, who everybody knows about, that provides opportunities for homeless people to have a cup of tea and have a shower and get their feet looked after and get a change of clothes. 
doesn't receive any state funding, but at least it's providing one small haven for people who otherwise might be hanging around the streets all day to go. And so, I mean, you know, if we, if we, if we, need, I think we need to concentrate on the groups that are causing the difficulty uh, rather than, rather than, you know, because they're, they're, you know, if we can deal with those groups like providing better services and providing, I suppose, very, very directed uh, approaches when maybe some of the problems may disappear, you know. Yeah, but I don't have a problem with the, the idea of community information no. workers or but community you see, that's, advice that's, workers. That's my point no. on it, Jerry. I actually just think the thing has been branded wrongly. Yeah. Well, look, I, I can take that point, but I, what, one thing I would really like to um, drive home is that Community safety wardens are one action in the community safety plan. So I'm a representative on behalf of Dublin Town on the Community Safety Partnership Board. There are 25 different, you know, residence groups, politicians, the HSE, the Guardi, all these other people who are part of that. There is a whole, if you read that report, it's 60 odd pages, there are a huge amount of other initiatives. This is just one part of it. And this comes but down it's the to big part, though, isn't planning, it? design. Yeah, it's a specific part, but there's also, you know, looking at things like, Safety and traffic, lighting, um, you know, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Listen, all of that yeah. stuff. I totally, yeah. totally take your point in, on all of that, and particularly for tourists and having somebody that can go and ask for information and help. Of no doubt about it, there's there's merit in having information people if you want to call whatever you want to call them an information kiosk or something to that effect. But like, I suppose Shay, in light of all of the conversations we've had about the state of Dublin and how whether or not people feel safe or do they feel uncomfortable, like the vast majority of the texts here today just want the public order unit. It's not community yeah, safety wardens. Yeah, but they all have a part. I mean, I spend most of my working life in, in continental Europe, so I mean, I, I pass places like the, the train station in Frankfurt. It's not very pleasant, right? So we don't live in, in, in some sort of draconian state where we're afraid to go out at night time and you know, the rest of the world is, is, is ideal. That's not the situation. And, you know, it, this could be one element and I don't like people shooting it down before it's been given a chance. Give it a shot. Why not? Yeah, like this texter here says, I think it's really time for heavy-handed tactics. I'm listening to the to the, uh, to the fella making my blood boil. I think it's a total waste of time and a waste of money. Another listener, community wardens, brilliant idea. Absolutely, we need them. Uh, this texter asking, will they have tasers? Well, you heard Jerry explain there, no, they won't. They're effectively a sort of a helpful, friendly information uh, point. And if you have any questions, you can head over to them and they'll answer all them for you. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.